0: Availability may vary by market. Welcome to another episode of Mystery Bible. This episode, we're going to be talking about God the Father. The most important and central truth of the Bible is that there is only one true God, who is the Father. John chapter 17 verse 3 tells us about him, and there is only one true Son, Jesus Christ, who the Bible tells us is the only begotten Son. There is only one true God who is the Father because he alone is truly eternal with no beginning and no end, and he alone is the source of absolutely all things, living and non-living things. It is important to understand that the Father is not formless. The Bible says that he is a spirit person. He's seated on the throne in heaven. Just as the Bible also tells us that we are created in his image. And uh, we look like him, meaning that we have a body. uh, He has a spirit body. We have an uh, earthly body. He has a face, a back he mentioned to um, Moses, I, you cannot see my, my face, but I'll show you my back. Um, so we know that he has a body and he has a form as a, of a body. Tells us he's a spirit, he's the almighty spirit, and that there is no other God like him. From Genesis to Revelation, the Bible encourages us to have a personal relationship with God. And just like anyone else and everyone else, he has a name. Um, Moses came to him and said, "Who should I say that is sending me to um, free the people, your people in in Egypt?" And he says to them, to him, "Say I am sent you." And when Moses uh, asked him this question, God was trying to answer him in a way to let him know that I am all that they need. I am. I am everything that they would ever need for this particular thing. Exodus. That's you find that in Exodus chapter three, verse fourteen. Even Jesus applied this name to Himself. Um, He said in John eight fifty eight. I believe it says, "Most assuredly, I say unto you, before Abraham was, I am." And Jesus was trying to relate to them that He also was the I AM. But the Father himself, he does have a name. Um, Proverbs 30 uh, verse 4 says, Who has ascended into heaven, or descended? Who has gathered the winds in his fists? Who has bound the waters in his garment? Who has established the ends of the earth? Who, or what is his name, and what is his son's name, if you know? We all know the personal name of Jesus, and the Bible says it's Yeshua, but how many of us really know the name of the Father? The personal name of the Father in Hebrew is a four letter word, uh, four letters Y H W H, also spelled J H V A, and referred to as a pterogrammaton, because it does not contain any vowels. Therefore, no one knows the true pronunciation of that name. However, there are three recognized pronunciation and spelling, which are one, Yahweh, which is Y-A-H-W-E-H. The second is Y-A-H-A-V-E. And the third is Jehovah. The, for, the preferred pronunciation is, that most people use is Jehovah, but everyone else in the Hebrew tongue will say Yahweh. And Yahweh basically means the self-existing one. He has always existed and will always exist. This is the personal name of the Father, Yahweh now the bible also tells us that and if you look in uh, uh, in isaiah uh, chapter 42 verse 8 i am the lord or uh, the english interpreted as lord but the hebrew says i am yahweh this is my name and my glory i will not give to another nor my praise to, cra- to c- carve images to carve images. In the Book of Psalms, the writer understood the importance of knowing God's personal name. He urges us to love God's name, to sing praises to God's name, Psalm seventeen, uh, verse I believe it's seven seventeen. Uh, to know His name, Psalms nine, ten nine or nine ten I believe. To declare His name, in Psalms twenty two twenty two. To exalt his name in Psalms 34 3 I believe and to bless his name also in Psalms and that is found in 96 uh, verse 2 Yahweh translates to the Lord and usually those are if you look at your Bible they are usually in caps and uh, but the original language that particular pronunciation is Yahweh and that uh, Yahweh is mentioned about uh I would say somewhere around uh several thousand times in the Bible. I know another name that they use that they would uh, call him is Adonai, and that is used about 4000 I think it's 400 times in the Bible. But Adonai is um again, uh, it's not one of his names. I don't believe it uh, you would consider Adonai his name, I believe it's one of his titles, more so than a name. Because Adonai means God is is Lord over all, or he is the King of kings and Lord of lords. He reigns forever. When the Bible goes through, we have several other titles that um, we have in the Bible that talks about uh, um, Yahweh, Rohai, I believe is another one, Yahweh, Shema. Uh, we have... Yahweh, Nisi, uh, we have um, Elohim, which is another, I believe, uh, I'll go in a little more about Elohim, Shalom, yeah, um, these are all titles, because it says, like Shalom says, the Lord is uh, my peace, the Lord of hosts, uh, um, Sabbat, um, uh, so these are all titles of God, but not his name, and again, his name, I believe, is yahweh and if you go through scriptures you will see all the different titles that he have um, uh, um, through the bible that explains uh, some characteristics of who he is but his name is yahweh and jesus's name is yeshua and that's how we can distinguish and know between god the father and god the son now each one of us in our family, we have last names, and um, the last name of God is uh, that is stated in the Bible is that of Elohim, and Elohim simply means God, um, and that's where you and I will come in, because we, the Bible said He is the Son of God, or Jesus. Uh, he is, um, uh, again, that's His last name, and so Uh, That's my belief as far as, uh, in Genesis, you take a look at Genesis, you see God says, In the beginning, God, that word is not Yahweh, that God is Elohim. And that is, God is uh, the grouping, or the last name, when he said, let us create man in our image. And so, um, but that's who he is I wanted to get a chance to go over the name of God because you have to know who you're dealing with and who you're, uh, when you come to meet someone and you sit down, one of the first things that you ask is what's your name, you know, and so that's how you begin to have a conversation with someone and uh, once you exchange names, then you have uh, uh, an opportunity to then delve into, hey, where are you from? you know, all the different aspects and you begin to develop that relationship. And so God wants us to come to him and to have a relationship with him, but also to come to him knowing who he is by his name so that he, you can refer to him and he can refer to you because the Bible tells us that he does know yours. And so, um, you can come and have a, a, uh, time with your father. You can express I come to him and I tell him when I'm hurt, when I'm I'm upset. Um, I talk to him about everything. If something that he wants me to do and uh, I don't want to do it, hey, I argue. I'll argue with him and say, hey, I, I'm you know, um, I don't want to do that. I, I don't want to do this and do whatever. But uh, to be obedient to my god and my father because i love him i know that he's he's looking at this maybe not just one instant right now he's looking at this decision that i'm about to make uh, the fruit of it about 10 years down five years down and so I know for a fact, because the scripture tells us, he says, I know the plans that I have for you, me, meaning us, that plans to prosper us. So whatever plans he has, I know it's much more superior than what I can ever dream of because he is, again, he's looking uh, five, 10 years, 20 years out to see how it will benefit and bear fruit in my life. And so as um I begin to study and look into who he is and uh, delve into the father and to get to know his character and so forth. Because again, as you develop a relationship with someone, your your wife, a friend, your husband, uh, wh- whatever or whoever you're developing this relationship with, eventually you will start to get to know the character of that person if this person is is trustworthy if this person if you can tell them certain things um, if you know that they will hold a secret versus no this person is going to be running their mouth or whatever as uh, i had mentioned in my first episode when i was talking with my brother that i actually thought that god was a was a snitch when he would uh, um, tell my mom about things that i was doing out there uh, that was uh, contrary to his word, but he made it known to her So, because he loved me and he was trying to protect me. And so he would wake her up and have her pray and that uh, the angels would surround me and so forth. And uh, I am alive today because of my mom praying uh, on my behalf when he did wake her up and, uh, as I would say, snitched on me. Um <clears throat> But the Bible goes in and and I wanted to look at some of his characters, Um, tells us that he's holy, he's righteous, he is love, he's just, he's gracious, he's merciful, he's forgiving, he he is omnipotent, um, omnipresent. And the Bible goes into all these different things of who he is and um, based on all of that, we can then make a judgment and see who he is, he wanted to show us, hey guys. This is who I am. And the, through the Bible, it goes all the way through and it tells us about how the Father loves us so much. And as this podcast goes on and on, you will see the depth of his love because he did all of this because of love. He did all everything. Uh, He understood everything. He knew everything beforehand. So he knew what would happen once uh, uh, the angels were created. And when they fell and they turned their back against him. And when man was created. When we turn our backs against him. He knew all of that stuff. And yet the one thing that drove him. Regardless of all of that. Is the fact that he loves us. And that he wanted to create a space and bring us give birth to us so that we can see how much he truly loves us and i wanted to talk about his mercy um the bible talks of us and we can go into genesis uh, chapter 18 verses 22 to 33 and it talks about his mercy it says even in judgment there is mercy with god abraham pleaded with god not to destroy sodom Um, and Genesis talks about that and it says uh, if there were but 10 righteous people in the city God was agreeable not to destroy this place but sadly there was not even 10 in that city and so um, uh, uh, it was destroyed and so we look at uh, how a father a father chastens his, his, his kids if a father loves his kids um you know he doesn't want his kids to grow up and be unruly and so forth and just like an earthly father the heavenly father the bible tells us that he uh, um chastens us in lamentations uh 3 uh, 32 to 33 talks about that um how he really disciplines us hebrews also 12 uh 7 to talks about his discipline for his children and um uh, sometimes we feel as if, you know, he's punishing us for some reason or whatever. But again, um, I remember, I'll give you an example of my son, my eldest son, um, uh, after he moved to California, he calls me up one time about three in the morning and tells me how um, uh, he, uh, I I was a, uh, you know, I was a prick. He called me, he says, he says, you, you were such a prick when we were growing up. But he said, I want to let you know right now that you, as, as a man, and I'm looking back at what you were trying to do, it was that you were trying to instill us into us all the things necessary to make us a success. And so um, there were times uh, actually where I was tough on my children, but I was looking at a, uh, ahead of them where they were coming to where I was as a man. Um, These were young men uh, um, that were now starting in their life. And I was their dad much uh, further down the road, as one would say. And so I understood that they needed to learn a few things in order to become successful. And so it was my responsibility to bring that and to to bring it to them and to make it in a fashion where they can understand but sometimes it was against what they wanted to do but at the end of it my son calls up and he says I understand dad and I really really love you for what you did for us and so uh, some of his other Call is, as I mentioned, he's, he's a loving father, and um, he's very compassionate. He comforts us, the Bible tells us, in Psalms 103, uh, 13. Uh, 2 Corinthians 1, 3 also talks about how he comforts us. Um, Isaiah 49, 13 to 16, I will not forget nor forsake you. Um, and so these are the things that, as... Our heavenly Father, and a part of His character, He wanted us to get to know these things. He's a nurturing God as well. Deuteronomy one uh, thirty-one tells us about these things, and if we look into the to, um, the Scriptures, we see that Jesus and all of uh, uh, talks about how God is a nurturing God. Um, he's affectionate. Um, the Bible says that um, uh, God sent us the Spirit so that we may be called, we can call Him Abba Father in uh, Galatians 4 6. And so here again, He wants us, that terminology basically means daddy. He wants us to, to come to Him as our-, our children, that we can really come to uh, um, God, call Him daddy. We know His name. We know my father's name. We know uh, how his character is. We know that he loves us. We know that he has plans to succeed for us um, and to help us to be better than what we can do. Uh, the Bible tells us that he's a giving God. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten and He gave for us. Matthew uh, seven eleven also talks about Him being a God that gives and and, and how He delights in giving to us. Um, and it tells us also about uh, how He gives us good gifts in the Scriptures. Um, he's a protector. Uh, uh, the Bible and if, if you study the Word of God, you'll see that He is truly. A fierce protector of his children, and that he defends uh, his children. He will even uh, come back uh, generations later and visit uh, on 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 a people that again that did wrong to his his children. Uh, Psalm sixty five sixty eight five says that a father uh, a father to the fatherless, a defender of widows um, is God. And he is this beautiful, beautiful father. Um, he's ever available, the scripture tells us that um, in Isaiah 9 uh, 6 talk, tells us that he's ever uh, uh, available for us. He also talks about how he's so forgiving to us as well. He will forgive our, our righteousness, our sins. 1 John 1 9 talks about him, um, how he would, uh, uh, he forgives us. Of our sins in Colossians 3 13 and he's a kind God Ephesians 2 7 to 8 talks about his kindness his compassion um, uh, his faithfulness now I want to talk a little about his faithfulness because the for me personally he has been faithful and um, How do I know he has been faithful? I'll tell you why. I'm still here. I am, I've, (laughs) my life, uh, some of the things that I've got myself into, that he was faithful enough to be there and to deliver me from The situations that I I put myself in, Lamentations uh, 3 22 and 23 talks about his faithfulness and how he's faithful, and and his faithfulness is new every morning. It's just brand new stuff. And so, this is not uh, uh, stale stuff, as they say. This is brand new, and that. Uh, his mercifulness and 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 I am totally as I I learn and study more about him I I'm sh- ho- sure you can tell in my voice that I actually I'm falling in deeper in love with him because of who he is and what he has done for us and that he is a righteous God um, and he's a just God caring uh, he the bible calls us the shepherd um, that uh, protects his 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 sheep. Um, that he's also one that it calls. It tells us in Psalms that he's our refuge. And uh, I will tell you honestly, uh, there are several times in my life that uh, I ran to him, based on the fact that he was and is my refuge. In Psalms ninety-one. Uh, verses 1-2 to I would bring those words to him and say this is what I need from you today because of these decisions that I've made that has caused me to be in this particular place Um, and uh, you know he's so gracious to me Uh, the Bible tells us also that he's a healer Um, in Exodus it says for I am the Lord who heals you in Exodus chapter 15 uh, verses 26 and it talks about how powerful he is. Again, he, all things, living and unliving, was created through him. And so there is nothing to be, for you and I to be afraid of because the Bible says he is with us always. And he said that Jesus made a statement he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And so um, I know that he's with me. I know that any situation that arise in my life, that I can come to my father and say, Hey Dad, um, I made these decisions that has caused these things to to manifest. Can you help me out? Um, and uh, he will come to your to your aid. Um, the Bible tells us that in that he, he even made kings he made kings refuse good counsel so that his children can get the victory out of what he wanted them to get and so um, uh, this is who we have as our father in your daily life and you have people and things that happen in your life um you go to him and say hey dad um, i need your help i need your wisdom he says if you lack it ask me and i'll give it to you um he says, um, what do you need? Just, just he's, There's a scripture that tells, it says, if I don't have it, I'll make it for you. That's your the, the literal uh, translation of it. When you come, he says, ask and it shall be given to you. And he says, if I don't have it, the literal translation of that scripture says, if I don't have it, I'll make it. And so he's interested in every little thing that is going on in your life, uh, whether it's school, uh, the Bible tells us to study yourself, to, to, to show thyself a proof, and he would help you uh, study. You can call on the Spirit of, of God to come and to bring things to your remembrance. Is it a relationship with your wife? Is it relationship with your children? Is it work? What is it? He wants to be there because he wants to make you a success so that when you walk in the blessing, and this is another topic that we'll talk about, the blessing is a part of creation that when he created man, he gave him this power. And uh, he said um, to walk in that blessing and we can now create a garden of Eden wherever we go. And so I believe that that blessing is still on us because the Bible tells us that we um, in Romans, it talks about the blessing of God and that it has never left us. The Bible also talks about the blessing of Abraham. We're going to go into those uh, topics later on. But today, I just wanted to focus on our Father and to learn His name, number one, and to learn about all of the different uh, um, uh, characteristics of who He is and to see how much He really cares for us. And that as we go and walk deep into the the Word and as uh, we expound on the Mystery Bible, we will see and get an understanding of what He did, how He did it, and how you and I can learn from that, become who He wants us to become, the original intent. That's another thing you will hear me talk about. The original intent of all this plan that he put together. That when he created this earth and um, he gave it to Adam in the Adamic age was born on, in Genesis chapter 2, 1-2. Two, talks about that, that age when God gave us dominion over this. And he says, this dimension is yours. And he made you and I the God of this earth. And so when it was taken from us, we're going to talk about that, about the angels, when the angels, uh, their age, which was the first age, uh, when they were in control and had the reign over, over the earth, when Lucifer was in the Garden of Eden and so forth, we're going to talk about that. And that Garden of Eden was before the one that uh, Adam was in. So um, uh, we will get and dig a little deeper into that as well. But I just wanted to let you know about the Father and how He is, who He is, His name, and that He's always available for us to come to Him and to seek Him, pray, seek Him early. The Scripture tells us to come early and talk to Him about your day, talk to Him about your desires, because you and I are actually naked before Him, for He knows the very intent of why we make the decisions, why we do the actions. And so when you come before him, behave as if you know this, and so that you speak to him from the bottom, the pureness of your heart. And the Bible tells us that he will answer you. Um, Many times at work, as I uh, am in leadership, my team would ask me about a particular issue that came up. Um, and you know that you see them frantic about you need an answer now we need an answer now and all this type of stuff and they will tell me what the thing is and i will wait and that waiting basically is time for me to go to my father and say hey i need some help on this particular issue can you help me with this i need your wisdom and 99 percent of the time it will actually work itself out and he will give me the wisdom to deal with it and my staff will come to me and say, "Wow how did you how did that happen? what happened and all this type of stuff and so even in your life when when you have pressing times, don't be don't be rushing where you are tapping into yourself and making a a, a, a a decision without his guidance. You need wisdom? He says, ask for it. He said, I will freely give it to you. You need understanding? You need all of these things? Proverbs talk about these things. Just ask him. And he said, I'll give it to you because why? This father of ours want you and I to succeed spirit, soul, and body. He wants us to rule and reign in this life, as he mentioned that, in the book of Romans and so but we have to come to him by faith we have to believe him and so the bible says that you cannot please him without it and uh, we will talk about faith and the belief system because I believe that faith is the language of creation this is when you this is the type of language that you need to face every situation that comes to you and um uh, the Father gives us this ability, and He teaches us in Genesis. And when we see the creation, or the re—not creation—the the, the replenishing of the earth, when uh, He said, "Let there be, and let there," and so He spoke by faith. And so, in this time also, as we walk through the Bible, we will learn about the tools that will get us to where we need to. And faith is one of them. Grace is another one of them. And so. So perseverance is another one of these. These are the things and tools that he has given to us that we would become successful on this planet and be effective for his kingdom. Thank you for listening to Mystery Bible. Let's walk through the Bible and learn of God and his beautiful mercies and all that he has provided for us, that we may become effective for his kingdom and change this world. Check in every week for a new episode. Search for Mystery Bible on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Breaker, Outcasts, Radio Public, and many more. Thank you for listening to Mystery Bible. Let's walk through the Bible and learn of God and His beautiful mercies and all that He has provided for us, that we may become effective for His kingdom and change this world. Check in every week for a new episode.